welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam, I play as Vons. Vons is the furry little fox folk alchemist guy, he uses uh, he him pronouns, and so do I. Uh, right now, Vons is... <clears throat> How is he doing? Uh, Existential questions all around, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, fun red. Oh dear God! Cut this. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Vons is uh, excited to have help with his studies. Oh, he's got a study group. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he's got a study group. It's starting to feel a lot like community. This is great. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I'm Erin. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. Ericene has some skills, and uh, those skills are becoming slowly more and more apparent to her grandfather, who uh, I'm guessing would prefer to keep his secrets. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. Um, we both use she, her pronouns, and... Um, Wealthy, Wealthy's doing surprisingly okay. Um, she actually survived a um, a conversation with Frymeath without, you know, without shitting her pants. So she's she's doing good. Yeah, and even I'm after wit. being threatened. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he him pronouns. And Grix is uh, looking for ways to get down to the ground. Just call him the uh, fantasy. Uh, single Montgolfier brother. What? Smile, nod. <laughs> <laughs> Balloonists from the 1700s. Link oh in the show God. notes, probably. <laughs> hey, that started the Air Force. Mm -hmm. We love you. If you love us, leave us a review uh, on, on your, your podcast, podcast platform, platform of choice. Of choice. Uh, it helps us in so many ways that uh, I don't care to enumerate but just trust us. Do it. Just do it. I'll enumerate have, a couple of them. I have a recap. Um, <laughs> oh, but don't don't forget. Nope. We're still we're no. We still, yeah, yeah. Still one more thing. To, yeah, we still have to uh, request emails from our friends so that so that we yeah. have something to read in our mailbox episode, uh, which we're hoping to do for the hundredth. But we'll see how our timing goes. Yeah, oh, you should. True. You should write us at letters at primaryattribute.com, or you can go to any of our social media or our website. All social media is listed in the end of the episode and our website is in every single description for any mm -hmm. episode ever. Yeah. We're send findable. us a rat. Yeah. We and our characters want to hear from you. Yes. Feel free to ask questions to the characters. I'm sure it will end well for everyone. Mm -hmm. right there, I have a recap. recap. Yep. <laughs> Vaughn's got the help of the grad students. They will expect to be paid and also have publication credit. Uh, They're helping research the sun potion. Wealthy did go to find Frymeath's help getting uh, in touch with a powerful wizard who could help them get to the ground and reminded her that uh, they need to also get back. Uh, there was a threat on Wealthy's uh, liberty uh, if Ericene gets killed. <laughs> Ericene and Grix met Junkie the Wizard Folk Maintainer, the Junkie, the lizard folk maintainer of the junk space uh, for the uh, maintenance crews. And we found some stuff that may or may not end up being actually useful. Um, 
Grix went to talk to Cog, uh, who uh, advised us that there should be protective suits in a storage uh, room further down in the core, including a sort of uh, breather apparatus. Ericene scouted for waxed coverall clothing of roughly beekeeper outfit type. Wealthy told Grix and Vons about Squirello, who is the uh, ultimate uh, person that it seems we need to get in touch with next. And Ericene got Frymeath's okay to fund the expedition, as long as Ericene tells him the entire plan. And then Ericene said, oh yeah, what's up with that passage down to the stone-shaped wall? And Frymeath got very still, and then we cliffhangered. So, Yeah. And I haven't actually thought of a devious way to cut away to another scene, so I guess we'll start Yes! <laughs> uh, Ericene, make a wisdom check. Okay. Uh, that is a ten total. Yeah, I don't know. Old man's unreadable. As always. I mean, I asked you a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. That was, that was a GM pausing for a second. I get um, it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a new renovation, and I'm afraid I can't, shouldn't, and won't tell you what it's for. I'm sure you're clever enough to figure it out. Oh, I bet it has something to do with all of the stuff that you're not allowed to remember anymore, huh? He shrugs. Hmm. Is that is that whole thing, like, trying to, like, help the arcs or, like, just control everybody? Or, like, do you not see a difference between those things? It's good to know you think so much of me. I have to ask these questions or I will never find out anything interesting or useful. Hmm. I'm wondering if she's more concerned about the interesting or the useful. <laughs> Everything we did, and presumably including the stuff I don't remember, was meant to be helpful. Hmm. Unfortunately, I, there's a limit to how helpful things can be. And I cannot speak for the motivations of my colleagues. Have you considered branching out into, like, I don't know, fresh ideas? Is this going to be about that think tank thing? I mean, <laughs> not specifically, but like, you know, if more people are working on a problem from different perspectives, I think it is a good thing. I don't disagree, but getting... You can't make an adventuring party out of exclusively rogues or exclusively wizards, Grandpa. You'd be surprised, but I understand what you mean. You're going to have to tell me stories about being a soldier, you know. I killed people and things, and they did not kill me. She narrows her eyes. Are you there sure? There are better stories that you will get someday. Okay. Last time I checked, I am not dead. Note that your uh, your mother is younger than the Arks, so you're already retired from the soldiering life. Sure, but like, there's a whole lot of history that happened before the Arks. I'm just saying I didn't die. At least Fair not enough. in any way that stuck. So, like, if I like experimented with the stone shape runes down there. Would I get into a lot of trouble or would I die? It depends if I find out, if your grandmother finds out, or if you mess up. I would recommend being careful for this thing you absolutely shouldn't do. And I forbid. A, a method of getting me to absolutely not do the thing that you want me to not do. Mm-hmm. For, forbidding. I'm very scared. So scared. Just remember, you can do anything in your family now as long as you leave a note. <clears throat> that is actually a rule that was uh-huh yeah i know that's why i'm saying that uh-huh wonderful i am saying what needs to be said explicitly what you do with what i say is up to you 
does grandma have more power to like make my life bad than say the peace minders or whatever? That sounds like a question for your grandmother. Although how you'd figure out the answer politely would be quite the trick. Hmm. Just wondering how much power she has in comparison to other people. Shrugs. <laughs> you keep telling me how clever you are. I'm sure you can find some of this out yourself. Have I ever told you how clever I am? I don't think I have. You've insisted that you're intelligent and that your opinion matters. I assume that extended to cleverness. If I am mistaken, you can only memorize and recite things. Please let me know and I will adjust my expectations accordingly. Oh, no, I'm garbage at memorizing things. Anyway, good talk, Grandpa. And then she, like, holds her hand out to high five. Reaction check. (laughs) (laughs) Very deliberately takes your outstretched hand and turns it into a handshake. She gives him a nice firm handshake. All right. (laughs) Scene. Scene. (laughs) All right. So we have a funding source. We have person of interest we have a bunch of equipment that needs to be generated into other equipment and we have a, a line on a beekeeping outfits mm-hmm. what's the next step in y'all's master plan and don't you need forget to our, our new research department and you have your new research department who is researching weapons and or other things that could help you work against the corruption uh-huh. but is currently probably getting at least semi-drunk they have also started working <laughs> i mean it works for boeing <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's some there's a lot of uh, chalk writing going off on one of the brewery walls right now we need to get in touch with Squirrello. yes you, you sent a message to Squirrello, but mm-hmm. nothing has come back yet and it's been a couple hours i'd say give it to tomorrow okay um there's also going down to that storage room to get the breathers if we want how does the class feel about that idea? Browns uh, could use more ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably a probably a good idea to uh, go down there and get that stuff, right? Get more get more gear in general. Yeah, I think I, so. Am I up to that kind of spelunking? Probably. Mm, that's right. We've got our friends still in uh in well, I am wearing I am wearing um a basic yeah, if you use your prosthetic, and especially if you bring like a cane or something to help keep yourself steady, you'd probably okay. be okay. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to let it stop me. Yeah. Not super excited about a person having to use a cane in the sewers. That's a really hard thing to rely on. <laughs> Is it's, there more some... of a, it's, it's more of a, meant to be more of a hiking pole. <laughs> Splinter did it for like the whole run of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> you can also research uh, other options that may be available to you that you haven't talked to people about yet. Can we learn more mechanically how this is going to affect Wealthy's character in a uh, crawl? Yeah, so Wealthy, I believe your movement speed is 20 feet. Um, it's going to be reduced to 15, and you won't be able to um, take the like full-on running actions. Okay, yeah, that I don't, makes I don't sense. think you're there yet, and I don't think the lake is really built for it. Um, mm-hmm. So you'd be moving a little bit slower. We don't track encumbrance, so that's not going to factor in, and... If there's a fumble or if there's like a critical on you, much like with Grix's arm, the prosthetic is at risk, but that also doesn't come up that often. <laughs> it would be more of a narrative flavor on something like that of something bad happening than anything else for that particular aspect of it. Well, thankfully, Wealthy is small enough for um, Ericene to carry, so 
That would hinder Aracene's mobility considerably. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we could get her out. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have enough um, friends at this point that um, I'm sure that, you know, doing a spelunking expedition, we could find someone to go with us (laughs) to help. Vaughn's hasn't hung out with Green for a while. Yeah. It'd, it'd be a good warm-up for, uh, hey, do you want to come on a suicide mission to the ground with us? A little bit. You survived the fucking underground. Why don't we uh, Why don't we go to the ground ground? What do you mean you hate dying? Uh, Vaughn's has been uh, distracted by the curiosity of having the ability to like actually stop the, the corruption and the uh, possibility of... Um, of doing cool things. And he doesn't understand why else we're motivated to go down there. <laughs> what does he do about this? Yeah, I gotta uh, say, what, what, what's the action item there? Oh, God, that was so corporate. I'm gonna go barf. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> does he say this to someone? <laughs> Have yeah. a scrum about it. Yeah, he he just wants to... Why, Wait, why get out. <laughs> just just one thing. Why Why are we doing this again? To get Professor Jenkins back. Why do we want Professor Jenkins back? Because we're pretty sure that he's a nice enough man that he's not down there of his own free will. Although he did leave, appear to have left. We don't know, but we want to get Professor Jenkins back. Also, the the mountain's going to crash and burn, and we should figure out the mysteries around that. And how to survive down there. Is there a free spot? Is there a spot we can go to and it's chill? Hmm. Because the only people who go to the surface are people who do it in an an official capacity, and they don't tell us jack shit. So, like, what if we go down there and we find out different things than we've been told? Wouldn't it be good for people to know that? (laughs) I cannot emphasize enough how much you guys can make, basically, requests of the public records and find a lot of this (laughs) reports and stuff. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys now, haven't actually ta- you talked to one person who had been who. Well, the bureaucracy is really slow here. Oh, and for it's sure, really frustrating. And but finding so reports like, would be fairly easy. That would be a research role. Okay, all right. They might well, not have I, a lot to tell you, but we got we got time. I'll I'll do that then. Sweet. I'll yeah, I I guess uh, yeah I guess uh, I guess we'll all just do some research. <laughs> <laughs> what an off-brand thing for this podcast. <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, I'm real excited to stop this corruption thing, though. Yeah. Did you want to do research into stopping that stuff specifically? Or do you want to do research about what it's like on the ground? Um, Vons is going to continue doing research or having his crew do research on um, the light spell and potentially mm-hmm. uh, arming ourselves against the corruption. And Vons wants to do research on any other ways that we've ever learned to stop the corruption. All right. So Vons is doing that. Crooks and um, Aracene here. I'm just notice. looking for like what yeah. what the ground is like, how to survive down there. What do the what do the um, the uh, scavenger crews do? Okay. And Aracene, are you helping Grix with that? Yeah. Okay. And I guess so I'll. You, you know, maybe I will uh, see. Because I mean, like Framieth must have something, and if he knows that I'm going down to the deep downstairs, he's probably going to be much more helpful getting me information about what he knows from his own library. So maybe I'll do, maybe I'll go that route. Okay. So you'd be doing research more into the deep downstairs. No, into the, uh, into the ground. I mean the ground. Sorry. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Okay, just because you guys have been going deep in whatever before, so I wasn't sure. But yeah, okay. And then, um, Wealthy, where are you at? Um, I'm also, given given my capacities right now, I'm also doing the research on what uh, what it is that we can expect to find down there, given the uh, historical record. Okay, um, we're going to go around Robin. Grix, roll your research roll. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's not great. <laughs> uh, yeah, 13 with all my stuff now. You fill out the forms correctly. And one, yeah. of the city, one of the city archivists gets you many things. Delightful. Um, yeah. So people going down to the ground and what it's like down there. The official city version. I'm assuming you're mostly pulling reports and stuff. So there's the city archive version, which I assume you're mostly going for like, you know, guardian expedition reports. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they go down there for resources. It is the arcs, as you are ex- extremely aware, is mostly self-sufficient, but not completely. Okay. Um, animal matter is actually the biggest problem because you guys sure. have all sorts of uh, agricultural stuff, but sometimes one of the fish ponds dies off or something like that. And they need to go get more. Yeah. They are kept to very small squads. They usually enchant something like a boat. Usually, well, especially for the, we're going to go fish in the ocean real quick. Um, and it's usually just like a couple of fishery people, whoever, some sort of person with magic capability and a backup, and then a couple of guardians for like martial support. So it would be a group of like, six to eight people usually okay. um they go down they come back up right away they uh you note pretty quickly as you're scanning through it that at the very very start of the archives although they start kind of falling apart like they you can tell they only got organized like a few decades into the arcs's existence but in a way that feels familiar to you as someone who does a uh, institutional knowledge for maintenance <laughs> sure like oh shit we need a system <laughs> sure uh but when they were doing stuff on the ground ground, it was considered way more dangerous. And the ocean's not great, but it's less dangerous. Um, they originally were scavenging from old cities right after stuff lifted off, but that became really impractical really fast. Just people always got caught. Patrols stopped coming back. And that's when they limited it more and more to like, quote unquote, very safe things. But like fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they, um, and the big thing about how they kept safe on the ground, which I know you're interested in, was just pure stealth. Uh, okay. The couple of times they talk about direct conflict, it's kind of in the, and then someone stayed behind to buy us time to finish casting the spell. I can almost guarantee they're dead now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Got it. Yeah, d- direct conflict ended poorly. And there's a lot of reports that are, one or two of the people from this expedition came back. The fishing ones tend to be more successful. So they're, uh, they're like crab fishing. It's okay. a, for the fisher people, at least it's a it's a high risk, high reward sort of thing. Got it. But but it's not. I'm going to die now. <laughs> sure. Well, that does make me think that what we need to do is a water landing, and then come to shore right at the peninsula thing where the the cliff or whatever is. Yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering the description of the area. No, it, it was on the ocean the yeah. area that you're thinking of. So, um, can you make an intelligence check, second one, to notice something in particular? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I noticed good. Uh, twenty three. There's some Corva lady that comes up a lot in a lot of these records. Ah. Done a lot of ground runs. <laughs> and for a damn long while, too. Hey, uh, I'm gonna, when I'm back with the group, I'm going to ask everyone, uh, what, what do you all think of uh, letting Corva know that we're intending to go down to the ground to look for Professor Jenkins? 
This always happens. Seem... Somebody gets all excited to bring their girlfriend in on the project. Nope, nope, nope. Not bringing her <laughs> in on it. Just letting her know and see if she, if she has any uh, knowledge. I think it's a great idea. I mean, it's assuming it's not illegal to go down, which I think if it was illegal to go down, um, Grandpa would have said something about that. I think it's only illegal to become infected by the corruption. <laughs> Do you say that in character? Yeah, I think it's only illegal to become uh, infected by the corruption. If you go down there, you're fine. As long as you oh, don't get okay. infected. Yeah, the, if you got infected, you got to get killed. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I hope that everyone <laughs> here would like totally kill me if I got uh, infected by the corruption. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I would totally kill any of you if you got yeah. infected by the corruption. <laughs> mm-hmm. Friendship. <laughs> yeah. Vaughn suddenly looks horrified. What's wrong, buddy? <laughs> oh, what? You look this upset. No, no. Buddy, no. it's okay. We promised to kill you. It's fine. No. <laughs> Do not want. But like, if you were basically dead and incapable of being yourself, wouldn't you want, wouldn't you want us to like, you know, make sure that you couldn't do more harm or whatever. Vaughn's eagerness to visit the surface is reduced by at least 30% at this point. Uh-oh. 30% of zero is still zero. <laughs> yep. yep. Anxiety is, uh, yeah, all over Vaughn's fur now. And uh, <laughs> you can see him, like, just digging back into his studies. I think he's uh, hoping to find a way to prevent the corruption altogether. Yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. So uh, what's the answer to Grix's question? <laughs> yeah, we're good with that. Bring uh, um, Forbe in on the the uh, thought, the plan, the idea. Okay. Not to help and do stuff, but just to consult. Just to consult sounds just to perfect. Consult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, works for me. All right. I go do that. All right. But first. Oh. Erosine. Oh. Yes. You're going to go ask the old man for help? Uh-oh. Sorry, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I like your reactions. They're very, uh, they're, they're very sweet. Bringing the world um, alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, we're hoping that, like, you know, maybe you have some useful information about the corruption. Would you now just that you're like a desk quote unquote, at this point? Now that you're quote unquote on our side. <laughs> I thought maybe you could help. I feel like you're reading an explicit conflict into this set. I mean, it felt like an explicit conflict for like the past 30 years. So like, can you really blame me? Mm. So you would like more information on the corruption itself? Yeah. And like, if you know anything about what it's like on the ground, that'd be cool too. Okay. So Erisine, roll an intelligence check for your research and a charisma check to get anything out of your grandfather. Intelligence is uh, 18 on a prime, and charisma is 21 total. So as far as what you find on the corruption on the ground, your grandfather mostly does history, so that's a lot of what you're finding. Um, Uh It's kind of what you already knew. Uh, Corruption was very dangerous. Corruption took over surprisingly quickly. No one was fully able to trace back the original source. Like, they think they got close, and they know what geographic area it started in, but... By quickly, what does that what does that mean? Because like I don't uh, under ten years or under twenty years. I don't remember the exact timeline. Uh-huh. You said under under ten years. Probably more like under twenty. I don't. 
your, your CK does not remember the exact timeline they set up, but basically um, it was a standard issue, exponential spread issue more than anything else. It was treated as a local issue, like a regional problem until it became everyone's problem. And then, you know, dominoes were already falling by the time everyone else got organized. And then those efforts didn't work. <laughs> so it just expanded from a, that's weird and scary to existential threat relatively quickly, especially in the scheme of honestly, even like human kingdoms and stuff where they don't live for very long. That's still a giant magical force from a place you've never heard of or from, you know, your neighbors, depending on where you were. Uh-huh. Uh, suddenly rising up to murder you and everyone else is uh, pretty freaky, especially when you didn't see it coming, which pretty much no one did. I think that's uh-huh. the big thing you pick up is that there is a tone of confusion and like shock and surprise in most of these texts. Like No one saw this coming. Um, and there's not even a mention. I think with that digging, especially with your uh, your grandfather's library background, I think the thing you really pick up is that like, it wasn't like anyone was doing research on something like this or trying to do this. Like even the, you know, your, your necromancers, your dark wizards of various sorts, your various evil types, like the historians that wrote about that stuff were like, this was no one's style. <laughs> like this is weird. And I think the other big thing you get is just that like no one figured out a goal that the corruption had beyond, you know, take down everything. Cool. Yeah. As far as your charisma check, you're asking what things are like on the ground or were like on the ground? Yeah. And I mean, like, was he ever on the ground after the arcs took off? Like, you know. Yeah. No, I haven't gone back down. I gave tactical planning assistance to some of the teams, but their direct experience quickly outmatched mine in terms of the operations they were doing. So I stepped back from that role. <laughs> what was it? Um... What was it like when the corruption was like taking over other than chaotic and, you know, fast? It depended on who you were. There weren't many years, but there were enough for uh, certain people of means to establish places they could go that would be relatively well defended and safe, even perhaps appropriating areas that would normally be reserved for, say, military operations. She looks around. For what it's worth, this was not the original living quarters that we were in no no but you know you managed to salvage enough wood to make a parquet floor in the we did have some time and we did tear down the wooden walls after the arcs had finished lifting off but yes so for some people it was something they saw coming and were able to flee for most it was something that hit them very hard and very fast it was your standard mess of any essentially natural disaster. Refugees, not enough support. People in charge, only rarely fully keeping it together. If they didn't die, which was rather common. Kings obsessed with glory did not live very long. Oh, well, you know, that sounds right. <laughs> it usually is. There's a reason most elven monarchies, such as those that remained, uh, decided discretion was the better part of valor for most of this. <laughs> hmm. Um, it was quite frankly a mess, but you already knew most of that. Did you ever kill a corrupted thing? Several. They're very difficult to kill. I would recommend finding a mage, preferably a couple. 
you can kill them with blade and bow and whatnot, but it requires a lot of skill and a lot of persistence, and any distance you can get on them, the better. Although, hmm. they didn't throw a lot of magic at us, and officially they never threw any, but I think I saw some stuff that I cannot fully <laughs> describe. So I would be cautious on assuming anything about them in terms of their abilities. It's also been 500 years. Most armies learn. With we, the we only ever saw their front lines. So You never saw their front lines? No, we only saw their front lines. Oh, you only saw their front lines. Yeah. There were a few scouts and things, but like you read in the books, no origin was ever discovered. And quite frankly, a lot of those scouts didn't come back. At least not if they went past a certain distance. Hmm. Interesting. I can tell you that most of the cities fell. Well, presumably all of them at this point. Small villages got rolled over. The one thing you'll find is that the corruption does not... It destroys creatures, not things. I imagine most of the city's 500 years of decay notwithstanding are still there, albeit empty. Yeah. They were not... They did not use siege weapons. They did not burn things down. They did not do several of the things you would do to... If you were invading, at least, to drive out the current occupiers of a settlement, military installation, anything like that. They mostly just use numbers. Did they Did they ever do anything like, because I mean, there are still shadow corrupted things. Do we know if those are still alive from the early days or? My instinct is that, granted, I am very old, so I would be inclined and from well before the corruption started. I would imagine at least some of them are the same things. If they're replenishing their numbers, I don't know how. Not that many guardians get taken, but they also have every animal imaginable as a potential tool. So, or most animals. Sure, but I guess I'm just wondering, like, can they reproduce sexually or only asexually? We never found that out. Hmm. I'm just really curious whether there's, I don't know, what their society is like, you know? That's and a granted, a lot that's of us ask ourselves. a yeah. totally different question than most people are asking. But like, surely there is something. Most likely, we were, and I suppose are, almost positive that all of those creatures are magically connected mm. and share information, whether it is one consciousness or many. If you encountered one corrupted creature, you were very likely to suddenly be encountering everything from the local area. Yeah, that seems like what, yeah, that seems, that seems like what happened when we were outside. Yes, it's uh, obviously impossible to completely confirm without talking to one of them, which, Mm. as far as I know, has never been accomplished. It's hard to interview a creature that does not vocalize and all of its movements are attempts to kill the interviewer. And we've never managed to, like, actually ever talk to one? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. There are ways to psychically speak to creatures. The people that I talked to had no success and, frankly, seemed very disturbed by the experience. But it's possible that someone figured it out. Hmm. Do you know anything about a Dr. Groves? Some. He was a distasteful man. (laughs) Okay. You want to describe him a little? I mean... His attitude towards people made my utilitarianism look like generosity. He 
He was not a kind person. Incredibly smart, incredibly analytical, surprisingly decent at a dinner party. But I don't use this word lightly, the most evil person I've ever met. Wow, that's really saying a lot. So, of course, he was also core to the magic and science and research of getting the arcs off the ground. Of course. I mean, horrible people always find ways to insinuate themselves into the very center of everything. And horrible people can be useful. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's a good feeling to work with them. Sure. Okay, cool. Well, I'll um, I'll let you know what's going on. This still doesn't constitute a plan, right? I figured yeah, no, you know. I'm, I just want to emphasize to you as well as your friend. <laughs> no, no, we know. We we okay. don't have a an actual like plan plan yet. We're still figuring out how to do things and what we even can do and you know I'm what might making, work and what won't work at all. I'm just making sure you don't go off in the night without a plan. Oh no, I'm not. I don't worry. I will absolutely leave a note. Very compliant of you. Almost maliciously so. Well, I am half-elf. You are also your mother's daughter. Uh-huh. Yep, she has a talent for that. Can't tell if it's genetic or acquired. An ongoing debate. Fun! Thanks for your help. You're welcome. And scene, I guess. And scene! <laughs> yeah, cutting scenes is hard. I feel like especially with Ericene and Frymeath, because they're it, it just, goes on. They just always a, together. They just have a staring contest. <laughs> they they both just have to use like big-ish words at each other, or at least like, they're not even big words. They're just kind of arrogant words. Yeah. Guarded, such guarded phrasing. They're <laughs> yeah. just always like trying to one-up each other with like yeah. their... <laughs> no, I'm the mysterious one. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wealthy. Yes. I believe you were also researching conditions on the ground mm-hmm. or yeah. Roll your own intelligence check. Or our knowledge of those conditions on the ground. Okay, guys. So my mom got me a tray and a tower for my dice. Huh. And that is a 14 plus 2 is 16 plus 5 is 21. That's on also a, a nice rolling sound. On a prime. Wealthy can see forever. <laughs> um, so you take a different route than Grix or Ericene did. You're... Yeah, I'm not down with talking to Frymeath anymore. He, he threatened me. <laughs> and you're not going to deal with those archivists until they properly file all of your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep filing those, those OSHA tickets, and, and they really do need to get that guardrail up. <laughs> pile of feathers is being replaced by a pile of tickets. <laughs> Just in a pit. <laughs> so, but you go and you do research, presumably in your libraries of choice. The university. Yeah. Where I can sit on a table. Sit nothing, at a table. Nothing but rank speculation disguises new thoughts. There's a lot of citations, though. <laughs> no. Um, so the research you do is more magical in nature. You confirm what both Cricks and Ericene have heard about. Attempts to research... The corruption itself didn't go a lot of places that you could find a, find there, especially in terms of like, because you're looking for how the ground was in terms of trying to make any contact with it, trying to fully understand the biology or any changes that were made. Um, the magical studies part, uh, the you get more information on the psychic communication. 
several people were in fact driven quite mad. Okay. Bummer. Um, it was, and the more of them than not, you know, held on to their faculties, but most refused to ever do a second attempt. Okay. Um, it was. Um, this, can you can you say what uh, what uh, what they were trying to do? I'm. They were trying to use because the corruption does not verbalize and does not appear to do um, any sort of like you know signaling physically either. Okay. Um, they were trying to just directly psychically communicate, and that didn't go very well. Okay. Yeah. Various descriptions include every sound at once, deafening silence, endless screaming, and the uh, rushing of water so loud it nearly deafens you, or something that sounded kind of like that, but it also didn't feel correct to the um, interviewee, but they were unable to articulate further. So, yeah, okay. uh, not great. <laughs> no, no, um, and I wouldn't expect anybody to, to have to put up with that. The observations involved spotting um, minor magical abilities, usually related to if they took over a creature that had one, they could often keep using them, although it's noted like one person saw a corrupted rock, like the the giant version, as an even, even bigger version of that bird that you saw, mm-hmm. and noted that it was having difficulty flying, like right after it was corrupted, and then the uh, the observer ran the fuck away, <laughs> so it didn't, <laughs> didn't stay around to, to finish that, but um, yeah, and also that they seem to not seem to not require food, water, or sleep, and have a tendency to just keep going in this very uh just it's gonna it's not it's the whole like it's never gonna stop walking towards you oh okay until it ultimate you. persistence predator thank you persistence was the thing i was struggling with but yes and i think that's a lot of what you get um magically understanding it was also very difficult it didn't conform to they can guarantee it's magic what kind of magic was hotly contested and people in competing discipline, disciplines were absolutely not the ones blamed by people in certain disciplines. Why would that ever happen? If you talk to someone who did conjuration, it was the necromancer's fault. If you did ne- talk to a necromancer, it was the conjurer's fault. Or maybe the uh, divine magic users talked to the divine magic users. Everyone blamed each other. It was very productive. But no one, like was, no one was able to come up with anything. They think it was arcane, but past a certain point, manipulating creatures can also fall deeply into um like natural magic or divine magic and so there's a theory it was a mix of all all of them but you they think it was most likely at least primarily arcane magic and you also confirm that it is weak to that spell um the sunlight spell or whatever exactly it's called which is noted in a book on magical combat as infeasible for large-scale deployment (laughs) because there weren't enough people who could cast it even at the start, before several of them got taken down. <laughs> it's a big heavy hitter of a spell, and not that many people can cast it, and even if they can, they can't cast it very often. Okay. So yeah, kind of a lot of scattered stuff. Yep, kind of some There was also mentions of possibly trying to enchant certain things, so they added a sunlight twist to whatever they did normally. People tried things with armor, with spells. It never super worked. A couple of people thought they got really close. But the issue was, um, much like with that giant spell, both finding someone who could do an enchantment in the first place, that would be kind of like that. And um, no one ever really came up with a set formula, because you know that magical stuff doesn't tend to settle into formulas. But even so, like wildly different approaches with wildly different levels of efficacy. 
and and didn't necessarily work one way one the same way the second time. Correct. Okay. Yeah, or work the same like yeah, various people like all their approaches like if you had two people who were trying to imbue some sort of sunlight into armor to try to make it more protective, like the two different people you read about went completely different ways around it or about it. Mhm. And no one that you can read now that you kind of have the advantage of being able to look at everyone's research, no one had a particularly effective way to do it compared to anyone else. But the the biggest problem is probably a sheer magical oomph. It takes a lot for sunlight to takes a powerful spell to simulate the sunlight that hurts these creatures. And it's very hard to keep that kind of spell going for very long. Okay. Yeah. Some people also right. speculated on various artifacts, but they weren't able to dig any up while the world was falling apart. Bummer. Yeah. Mm. If there's any more specific questions, I'm happy to answer them, but that's kind of the overview from the magical side of things. No, that works. Alrighty. Do we know of any weather spells? Yeah. Um, druids especially are good at them. Clerics can do them. I don't remember if wizards and illusionists can do them. There are weather controlling spells. They believe a giant one of those is what caused the whole permanent cloud cover below you thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, there are some available. I don't think you personally can cast any of them, but they no, are no. around. Um, then I would like to go check out. I mean, I live in the religion in the in the religiousic district, so I'd like to go check out some. Uh, go talk to some clerics and ask them if they know of any anybody who can cast um, a weather spell that might that might be um, very. We do know one druid. Do we? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, the druid that we know <laughs> is the, I think the wolf man. Yep. Mir. Mir. I, Mir. Couldn't, okay. I couldn't remember his name and I couldn't find it quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I was not aware that Mir was a druid. druid. Um, it's possible we did you, I mean... It's, I don't think it was ever it, said super explicitly. I don't know if so. that's like yeah. that might be just metadata, but um, it's it's a. I don't know if it was ever explicitly told to you, but uh, it would have been a regional supposition based on what you saw. As thank well, thank God so. one of us remembers a little something about everything that happens. Every group <laughs> needs a note taker. <laughs> also, like this, truly, just it, I mean, this is just how my brain works. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I'll I I would like to go seek out this person, uh, this mirror, and ask them whether or not um, whether or not they have the ability to do any weather spells, and if they know of anybody who has the ability to do um, really strong weather spells, not on the level of permanent cloud cover, but possibly on the level of clearing cloud cover for a specific area and maybe letting in natural sunlight as opposed to using a sunlight spell. Hmm. Yeah. Vons would love to bottle that shit. Like a wind vor like a like a column of like, wind that just like, blows the Yeah, like some like, something like that. Something that that, that evaporates like this cloud. Like an eye of the hurricane spell. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um you can go and ask me that and track track him down. Okay. As All right. we, I, yeah, you're you're on your way to do that. We're, I'm going to cut over to Bonds real the, quick. The religious district. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But all right, Bonds, you were going to research if the corruptions, you know, source, and if maybe you could do something about it. 
Yeah. Curate, I believe, was the overall tenor and like finding research about that. Yeah. I mean, Vons has grown the understanding that uh, light, the purer, the better, the more the more natural, the better, the bigger, the better, uh, at least weakens or hopefully if he can get it going, cures the corruption. And I imagine uh, so Vons is thinking, uh, I imagine on a cellular level, if we could just get the whole body glowing, just make glow people infuse the one's body with sunlight. Yeah. Burn that it out. Sounds like it would have a lot of uh, intense side effects. You know, it's, it's just like curing COVID. You use like bleach. Or- <laughs> I was so hoping we'd dodge that comparison. <laughs> but I understand. Wow. <laughs> but I get what you mean. Basically, can you get sunlight through the body all at once? I'm, I'm open to cutting to that out. <laughs> no, that's fine. <clears throat> I yeah that one seems fine to me <laughs> <laughs> if but that's yeah. as close to that as we come I'm fine <laughs> yeah so okay so you're seeing if maybe someone was trying to do a sunlight based cure yeah if we as can, well as like, just general stuff yeah if, if we can turn like like I know I've talked about light beer before but if this could really be light beer oh that would rule I realize I shouldn't say that as the GM to give you ideas, but that would fucking rule. <laughs> All right. So you're doing research. Um, roll an intelligence check. Right. And add 2d6 for reasons. Okay. Well, we got a 16 on the die, so we're adding the 4 to bring it to 20, the 1 to bring it to 21, and 2d6, you say? Mm-hmm. So 25. 30. Nice. Well, as you start digging into the history of people trying to cure the corruption, because as... Many of you pointed out it doesn't make any fucking sense that they stopped. <laughs> so you get that there were a lot of efforts right after the arcs lifted off, although those were severely hampered by a lack of medical personnel having any free time whatsoever, <laughs> especially for the first uh, year or so as they dealt with the fallout of the city lifting off, all the kind of lingering injuries and maladies from stuffing a bunch of people in a very small space. Vaughn is suddenly developing suspicions. Let's circle back to them later. <laughs> but um, eventually it did get sorted out. People started trying to research it. The sunlight thing, yeah, people had ideas about that, but the whole uh, I'm going to cast a sunlight spell just destroyed the creature. They couldn't figure out a way to make it gentle sunlight. <laughs> that didn't just destroy the thing. And they were never able to t- figure out because like corrupted creatures, if you remove part of them, it keeps the corruption for a while, but it can fade pretty quickly. Huh. And so they were having, they were having trouble figuring out a good way to like, especially because uh, peering into a pit of shadow is not the easiest to read. Uh-huh. I'm trying to observe darkness. <laughs> if I illuminate it, it explodes. Um, so they weren't completely able to figure out like the underlying kind of biological mechanism the magic was hooking onto, and so it was unclear. They were the one thing they did determine pretty quickly is that it it's not like a coating. It isn't the kind of thing where, you know, if you watch very carefully as you expose it to sunlight, like the shadow corruption burned off. And then the original creature was, you know, in, at least in some way underneath. It appeared it's permeated. to. Sorry, what did you say? It's permeated. Yeah, it's permeated. And it, um, yeah, it really worked its way in. on a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, uh, your suspicion about needing to basically affect the whole body all at once appears to be correct, which was a major issue they ran into. Um 
and they weren't quite able to figure that out. But the other thing was, of course, as in all research, because I'm a jaded motherfucker. Funding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the suspicion that uh, Vons is having is that somebody has been researching this, but because Vons is also a jaded motherfucker, somebody found more profit in maintaining the status quo. Um, yeah. So you start digging into that angle of things too. Welcome to your 2d6 bonus. The, the research started off with a, uh, a certain person who was one of those very qualified medical professionals who was extremely busy, but kind of once he joined the research, he was putting a lot of uh, intelligence and money behind it. And by all accounts, was a pretty good guy. Good old, in my tradition of great names, I've, I've tooted my own horn, so now it's going to go badly. Oleander, nicknamed Miracle Worker, Biartel. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> so... Vons is very pleased with himself. So with that incredible role, um, Oleander B. Artel appeared to be pursuing all the research in good faith, put a bunch of resources behind it, um, because my brain is good at remembering. Yeah, it's a human family. Sorry, my notes for some of the stuff are in another castle. and um, But was engaging with the research pretty strongly, but there's only so many productive years a person has. And Oleander, you know, before you like, die, and Oleander started out, you know, early middle age by the time the arcs took off a little bit younger um kind of built up 38 something like that yes i don't remember oh exactly what it is God, moments, it's very 38 close. early middle age uh-huh <laughs> yeah all right let's not worry about that yeah so um <laughs> let's escape into fantasy even further let's go <laughs> so yeah um Went and did a bunch of research on it. Uh, is the person who developed the particularly good quarantine techniques and things like that. Um, had a bunch of expertise in infectious disease. That's part of why he was so respected. Was he basically got all of the issues with things like sanitation and infected injuries and whatnot from the just complete mess that the arcs was because everyone was desperate and scared and you know they were building shit from nothing as fast as they could. Uh, like got all that sorted out and under control. I mean, everyone understood germ theory before that because I refused to build a world where people don't understand germ theory, but kind of made it better and got the arcs on an even keel and helped figure out ways to cure lots of diseases that had turned up. Okay, secret that I've been holding in my brain. Mm -hmm. Nobody on the arcs understood germs yet. So (laughs) it's possible you don't understand it directly as germs, but the whole like contact with sick things gets other things sick. Uh-huh. And shit like washing your hands and stuff is all understood. You may not understand bacteria, so to speak, but yeah. We may not even understand the difference between a virus and a and bacteria. We just know it's yeah. the gross vibes. It's the gross it's the gross thing that makes you sick. <laughs> yeah, and and more importantly, you're not like it's the miasma. As long as I hold this lavender to my nose, I am immune to disease. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And things like a cholera and stuff got lots of attention. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, because of a uh, yeah, but yeah. So um, so worked on that was kind of one of the big leaders. Like there was a bunch of people who were working on it all from the arcs uh all definitely backed by what the arcs had for a government at the time and doing good work, but stalling out. <laughs> there was um a lot of they they really hit a wall is what you're picking up and. The other arcs people, because a lot of this involved expertise on 
medicine and magic, a lot of the people, once they stalled out or eventually pulled to other projects or got old and retired. And throughout the generations of BRTL folk, uh, for a few generations, it was maintained pretty well. They were, they uh, eventually started doing, or pretty quickly after uh, Oleander, started doing um, sidelines in, you know, medicines to treat people currently on the arcs with their day-to-day stuff. And turns out that makes a lot of money. But yeah. so they started to mostly do that, but they still, in collaboration with the um, ARCS government at the time, maintained a small lab that was kind of tokenly doing research. But by the end of it, it was like, yeah, uh, the current BRTEL individual in charge at the time and a couple of researchers. And that was about it. Like it was a it was a token effort, but still seemingly made in good faith. The funding from the ARCS government itself had kind of dried up um, because they were busy maintaining a giant floating city. And again, it seemed like it had hit a wall. It was probably one of those things where someone was like, we'll do it next year for like 10 years. Um, And then there was uh, an accident. (laughs) Remember how I said quarantining those creatures is hard? Oh, no. Yeah. uh, So you lost both the, um, the CEO, for lack of a better phrase, of the of uh, Biartels at the time, who was visiting the lab. Uh, his son made it out, barely. And both the researchers got killed. So, left with mostly a pile of notes. And someone who decided, fuck that shit, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> all right, so everybody can, uh, all of our listeners can look forward to us putting out the uh, uh, primary attribute uh, reskinning of Resident Evil on itch.io. <laughs> But only after we get sued out of existence <laughs> <laughs> for our legal, for our similar to but legally distinct <laughs> name <laughs> from a certain regional chain. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, and now uh, it's just kept going on. It's been all money all the time since then. The current owner, because you've traced this all up, you have this on your fucking corkboard in your old place, <laughs> all the string. Uh, you know it is one Gulch Wisteria Biartel. Gulch Wisteria Biartel. That's yes. amazing. I love it. Gulch Wait, was is that Wisteria Gulch is a or Wisteria? Name. Wisteria, like the plant. Ah. Gulch is a nickname. Gulch is a nickname or a chosen name, but official legal name, Wisteria Biartel. And it's run by, um, there's a, also a VP with a lot of influence, uh, one Richard Chester. Both human, both in it for the dollars. Or gold pieces in this case, but yeah. So that uh, Richard, that's also... Richard Chester. Yeah, and so and those Richard pro- Chester is the CFO or whatever. Uh, VP is what I have it listed as. Okay. Dear listeners who do corporate governance, I realize these don't quite line up with each other. Roll with me, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So, yeah, um, yeah. So you know who's in charge now. You know who was in charge, and yeah, it kind of died on the vine there. And the whole outbreak thing scared the shit out of the ARC's government. Uh-huh. Um, so things were kind of extra mothballed at that point. That might explain some of those labs in the, in the sewer area. Uh-huh. Uh, did, mm, okay. Uh, brain gap. Maybe Aaron can help me out with this. The, uh, uh, the professional whose office we exploded. Dr. Groves. Dr. Groves. Yeah. Does his name come up at all? No, not really. Hmm. He's listed as somewhat of a contemporary. In terms of, you know, literal timeline. Contemporary of uh, the founder. Yeah, the founder. Oh, okay. Oleander Viertel. But um, not 
Not really in the same circles. At all. Oh, did we ever find out Dr. Groves' first name? Did your grandpa just say it? No, nope. actually, he oh. never said his name. You didn't, because if it's anywhere, it's in my other notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave you alone on that uh, little... Uh... Okay. It's on the tip of Ericene's tongue. <laughs> I'm just going to remember. Flew out of her head <laughs> for some reason. I mean, obviously, his first name was Doctor. Harrison. <laughs> Angus. <laughs> no. Anyway, check our non-existent wiki, dear listener. So, you, you, your red string finally came to something. What do you do with this information? Oh, Vons is very energized. Uh, he's very excited that finally there's a real reason to get all up in Biartels' grill. Storm into that office right now. Just yell at them in your famously coherent way. <laughs> famously coherent. <laughs> um, uh, no, first, he's going to disseminate this information to his cohort. Uh, he wants all of his amazing. What? Oh he, no! Disseminating the information. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got he's got ranting to do. <laughs> so you're all at the brewery, and go. Adam. Want a good oh, rant? No. Oh shit! I wasn't prepared to actually rant. Um, <clears throat> gotta be in character sometimes, buddy. Okay, so who's there? Have we got the students? You got all the player characters. Let's say you got the students. You got Lucky. You got Mitt. Oh, cool. Let's go with uh, Aramith too, because sure. I, I think that whatever Aracene, whatever summons Aracene got, she was like really best to include someone who uh, yeah. might have some sort of power. Okay, you got you got your peeps. All right, everyone patiently arranged in front of you. <laughs> everyone, get all the rats here. Develop a press. Design movable type. We need to like tell everybody everybody about this stuff. Uh, the BR tells they 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 totally they totally have this thing all covered. They're covering it up. They covered it all up. It's all covered. Uh, there's there's uh the the darkness, the corruption, the spooky shit. That stuff's mm-hmm. bad. It covered. It, it's like zombies, but like ghosty and and uh, smoky and stuff and and gross. And and then they like yeah. try to fly up here and come out of clouds and stuff, and they attack your face and then they take your legs off. And yeah, yes, are you we're uh, aware just of all of that. fighting this all out? No, no, no. Uh, everybody else needs to know. This is for the rats. <laughs> Give him time, good sir. Yeah, you guys were all there, uh, and uh, and and it's real bad. So, but the thing is, but the thing is, we knew about it. We knew about it a long time ago. And Biartels had an opportunity to do something about it, and they didn't. They didn't. They uh, they they wanted to sell us band aids and coffins. They didn't want to sell us the problem solving solutions. So now we're uh, <laughs> now we're all full of uh, we got we got all the band aids and coffins we want, but no, we don't have anything to fix the corruption with, do we? So we gotta we gotta that take this up. A real downer, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm sorry so you got to take it all down so we got to take it all down we got to take out we got to take down everything all of their sales all of their all of their uh delicious clearance items and and their uh uh wind up toys in the in the front that they sell to the kids and the candy in the in the in the uh in in the aisles and uh all, all of the cough drops we need all of their cough drops now uh, we got we got to take the BR tells all the way down and and 
and we we need the stuff in the safe. So we need we need the information that they've been hiding. Uh, we we got to get in there, and we got to get all of the all of the papers, all of the secret papers. I, I assume they have papers. Maybe they wrote stuff down. Who knows? Pro- they probably wrote stuff down. It's probably written down somewhere. Uh, well, I'd imagine uh, if if what I'm understanding is true, uh, that's probably not like the office and store itself. That's probably at like the head honcho's house, right? Mr. Biartel? Yeah. Mr. Oleander Biartel? He's dead. Wisteria. Oh, that guy. If your murder board is correct, I I think you do mean Wisteria. The one that's circled over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did you get up to the ceiling? We don't even have a ladder that tall. (laughs) Throwing pushpins. Because he he has the ability to make spider climb. Oh, right. I didn't notice because I was busy running the entire business. I mean, what? Please continue, big brother. <laughs> we need to we need to let everybody in our circle know we need we need everybody who's who's connected to us and and uh trustworthy to to know we we need or, all of the all of the guard needs to be mad about this or we break in we steal it and then prove that we were right all along and nothing bad happens to us and we have suffer no consequences right an entire room is staring and blinking at you like we we uh you know you know how we like does that ever actually work? Well, yeah, it's worked real well so far. Uh, we like do things that are objectively illegal. Uh, but then when when we're right and the other person was worse than us, uh, we, we don't get in trouble. Well, you've really distilled our entire operation down uh-huh. to uh, the worst possible uh, <laughs> description. Yeah. And most RPGs that have any kind of hype element or uh, sorry, uh, heist element, really. <clears throat> like we, we we do an awful lot of technical kidnapping that is only arresting after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, you guys you guys cut that real close. <laughs> Incredible. That was good. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I think we should just uh, break into to Wisteria's office and uh, steal the top secret papers, and uh, then prove that uh, that they're bad, and then someone will do something about it. This raises more questions, though. What Which do you one? think our current governmental entities already know about this? Because isn't Biartels in good with those guys? Yeah, but I don't even know who those guys are, real technically. So it well, I mean. Since they stopped research, since they stopped funding the Puritel's research, like why would they? Mm, they I must don't not know, know that they're necessarily like really in good with them anymore. We and you're also ourselves. assuming that, like, you know, the failed <laughs> research produced any sort of useful results. Hmm. We should find out. I mean, I'm all for corporate espionage. I feel like we have a lot of things to do right now. Yeah, though. we got a lot of things to do. Um. Priority list? Yeah. Okay. So ultimately, we are still trying to get to the ground. Yeah. Vaughn's remains confused about that and stares at you guys with an uh, incredulity. It's fine. Don't worry about it, bro. Great. Uh, One of the grad students tosses you a piece of chalk and gestures to a still empty piece of the wall. How is is this not everybody's priority? Vaughn takes that chalk and just draws a picture of Biartel's. Stop it. <laughs> and then 
lots of arrows pointing in on it. Stop it. Arisene takes, takes the chalk and <laughs> holds it way above everyone's head. <laughs> oh, fucking tall people. That's just like you guys. If you're going to be an asshole to me about being tall, I'm going to use it against you. Okay. Well, make the list then. Uh, All right. So we there's. Still need to talk to Squirrelello. Yep. We potentially need to investigate BRTELs. We uh, we gotta go down to the underground and uh, find the uh, the uh, rebreathers. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, see, gotta... you're trying to find Mirror. Mm-hmm. Fonz is making liquid light. But like, wasn't the BRTELs thing as like wasn't the making liquid light part of the BRTELs thing? Isn't that like why Vons? There's probably out all some of this stuff to begin with. Yeah, there's yeah. overlap. <clears throat> I suspect yeah. that Vons's uh, attempts to make liquid light is like a a practical solution to yeah. a deeper problem. And that was that, more going to be like a weapon, and then the VR yeah. stuff was about a cure, as I understand it. And possibly yes. a vaccine. Yes, yeah. that's what I understood. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you got your five priorities. Yeah. Uh, oh, I and think uh, maybe. That- Squirrelilla will get back to us whenever they can. Conveniently, a rat comes back with a message for you. <laughs> Yay! Oh boy, what does it say? <laughs> they make an extra silver piece if they engage in dramatic timing. Um, and if they have the the uh, uh, notification alarm, that is extra good. The uh, the message comes back as undeliverable. Whoa! They they even checked with the. The postmaster, Damon, they consult with sometimes and uh, nothing. Oh, I I have an idea of someone who could help us find Squirrello. Who? You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. I have very little invested in these races, (laughs) relatively speaking. Uh, Gex. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, God. Like he he wanders (laughs) around. He like kind of knows everybody. It's because he spies on them because he's invisible. Yeah. He can help us break into the BRTLs too. No, probably not. Who's going to stop him? Well, yeah, but he's not going to go. He's not going to accomplish the task. Yeah, he'll break in and he'll go cause chaos. Well, maybe that's just worth BRTLs it. is definitely doing a bad acting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all day. <laughs> That's pretty good. Holy fuck. <laughs> that was so good. That was good. Really oh agrees. my god. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving it a recruiting gex? I'm just tossing it out there. I'm not going to do that without uh, everyone's uh, input and uh, uh, acquiescence. But uh, yeah, could could be helpful. I say maybe we find out what gex can do to help us with finding a squirrelo but yeah i i personally i just don't want to feel like we're relying on gex for things oh no 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 for like a major part of any individual part of a plan yeah fair okay <laughs> your, your mother goes do you know any information brokers they're not uncommon on the arcs people get bored do i know any information brokers other than the obvious one What's the obvious one? Who I'm not speaking to right now. <laughs> make a charisma Nara check. Mendoza. I feel like I need to make a charisma check. Who the hell are you talking about? Yeah, both of you make charisma checks to try to remember. 
Who the hell I'm talking I about? I meant Mendoza. Yeah. Uh, I got a 19 total on my charisma. Ooh, I rolled a 19. Ooh. I mean, it's charisma, though, so 18 plus 4, 22. <laughs> you two remember someone you don't like very much. Who has a tendency to know a whole hell of a lot? Oh, is it uh, Nara? It is. Oh. I said that several times. I do know Nara. I do know Nara. <clears throat> Vons has been in Nara's presence many times, but has not had the wherewithal to memorize any of the details. Also, wait, I'm sorry we missed your proclamation from Nara. It's fine. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it at all. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I can have her crawl in a window to end the episode if you like. No, it's okay. It's not teasing. (laughs) Again, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. So, you got Nari, you got Gex, got other people, you got Mendoza. Relationship is just A plus right now. Um, C minus. Vaughn's also wants to have a full conversation with Gex. Assuming Gex wasn't in the room when he did his rant, or perhaps he was and nobody knew. You say Gex's name three times in a mirror, but he does not appear. <laughs> uh, Vons wants to speak to Gex, and he wants to speak to whoever the uh, the person that runs the rat service is. <laughs> well, that's a massive mystery. So That's a yeah, massive mystery no that we uh, have been meaning to get to. Pursue, yeah, yeah. Uh, suddenly... It keeps being very low priority since it's not actually a problem. <laughs> yeah. Right? But now they could be a very useful device. Um, if we could attack BRTELs with both the entirety of the rat system. Are you saying this out loud? Vons isn't this coherent. <laughs> Still, you're saying something. Could gonna... you? I'm going to distinctly argue you're saying something along those lines as you think out loud in front of this gigantic murder board truck. Vons is thinking this pretty hard, but how would I put it as Vons? Uh, And especially in any way that convinces anybody. (laughs) I imagine you can just do the like, what if we got the rats involved? Yeah. Yeah, guys. Cut that out, because dang it. (laughs) Stepping on my lines. You said you didn't know how to do it. <laughs> I know. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. It's uh, uh, what what is that? Uh, what is that style of acting that they say Johnny Depp does, and all other annoying actors? Uh, method acting. Method. There we go. I just have to become a problem. fox and live in a burrow for a minute. Um. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so hey guys, guys, guys. Uh huh. <clears throat> guys, what if? What if, what if we take the, the rats, we get the, we get the rats, our friends, we love the rats. This is going to take a little bit of funding probably, or at least lots of rat food, um, delicious, delicious cheeses. We get delicious, delicious cheeses. Doesn't be our tells has a, have a cheese section. They have a cheese section, right? So we get all of the delicious cheeses and we get all of our rat buddies and we, we ask our rats, uh, they don't need to do anything super important necessarily, but we need to find everybody who works at Beartels and we need to send them a rat. We need to send them several rats and keep them very, very busy. And then while they're doing that, some rats could even look for the secret plans, the secret information that Beartels has. I mean, the rats can get everywhere and, and, and so can Gex. Gex can get everywhere too. And if Gex gets, get, if Gex gets, my God, that's hard to say. <laughs> that sure is. <laughs> If Gex gets into the secrety secrety part of of the Beartels where they keep the where they keep the special information, then then we could be so close, so close to getting the cure 
the cure for the corruption. And if we get the cure for the corruption, then, I mean, that, that actually checks a lot of the boxes in the plan in the first place, doesn't it? Hey, uh, Bartholomew? Bartholomew looks at you. Um, are you willing to do a, a DDoS? that is absolutely a ddos attack isn't it yeah huh he thinks about it for a second and kind of gives a a shrug of like maybe but not in a dismissive way in a like thinking about it you get the strange impression might need to consult with the other rats kind of way okay kind of half flashes the like little no sign but then puts it down and holds half flashes little yes sign (laughs) For a little bit longer. Hmm. Like, like we mm-hmm. could totally do this if we just like really pitched in on the rat effort in a financial or cheese sense. Um I just feel like you're trying to get everyone else to do our work for us. And <laughs> that's not really um how conspiracies work. Oh, he'd never do that to anyone. <laughs> it's crowdsourcing. That's not a thing in conspiracies, asshole. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. Ericene is like, <laughs> like you can practically see like the like steam coming out of her ears. She's like, okay, I guess you're just like not gonna listen to me. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's let's try the let's try the rat thing. Let's try the fucking rat thing. <laughs> Uh, is is Ericene gonna uh, say something that's like less passive aggressive or no? <laughs> okay, <laughs> tall that people, whoosh- man. That whooshing sound you heard was it going right over Vons's head? <laughs> You're gonna do whatever you want to do, and it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Oof. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh boy. It's like like ultimate passive aggressive um uh yeah yeah Well let's just think about the things that have happened between Vons and Ericene in the past <laughs> 3 episodes, shall we? Just 3 episodes? <laughs> just the past 3 episodes. <laughs> 3 <laughs> 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 it's been a while since the old google speaker featured in the stinger <laughs> oh no that's gotta go straight in the episode all right that's perfect i'm okay with that three uh yeah i mean like fawn's just barreled ahead <laughs> yeah anything else anyone wants to discuss for your conspiracy meeting Including for college students who are suddenly in a conspiracy meeting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Vons is starting to run low on red yarn. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about before you? What's your plan? Are you recruiting? Yeah, cats? I don't know what the plan out? is. Yeah. You um, okay. have like six priorities. Which so, one do you choose? <laughs> uh, Ericene's going to like number things uh, that we've already talked about. Um, she mysteriously doesn't put... DDoS on Bjartel's uh, on the board because presuming that's part of Bjartel's for the cure. It is. Uh, I think we should there are some of these things that 
can be done individually, like talking to Mir about the weather. <laughs> I just like the phrasing. Please continue. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure how any of the rest of us can necessarily help with the sun potion unless Bonds wants to ask us for help. Um, Ericene, I think, would be best placed to talk to Nara about Squirrello. Um, but I do think we're all going to have to go downstairs to the underground for rebreathers. Wealthy Bonds? should go find Gex. Yeah. Wealthy? Wealthy? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to gin of humor here. Not a not good idea. <laughs> uh, Vons would also like to talk to Wealthy about what she knows as far as the the light potion and that kind of thing go. Well, I'll know more uh, after I talk to Mir. Yeah, but Vons doesn't know that you're going to do that, so... You know, All right. I know that. <laughs> so is the plan right now. Uh, Ericene's going to Nara, Valscarello. Uh-huh. Wealthy's going to Mir. Um, Vons is doing more research into Liquid Light. And um, yeah, uh, what are you up to? Uh, I want to, um, now that we have a way back up, I want to, uh, we, we've, we've talked about using uh, Featherfall or uh, such to get, or finding a, a wizard to teleport us down. I also want to have a backup plan of uh, the gliders. You're speaking as Grix. Is this in character? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I want to have a backup plan of uh, some gliders to get down. Uh, so I'm going to look into that. Um, okay. but And then also I'm going to go talk to uh, to um, uh, uh, Corva. Vons is uh, going to recommend. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, hey, my dude, I can make us like extra potions of Featherfall. That's a low level spell. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Lucky all right. can help. It's not too bad then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How do these gliders sound cool? <laughs> gliders do sound rad. I'm more worried about a way back up. So well, we got is Grix going to talk? Gonna I'm going to go talk find... to Corva. Forget. Okay. I'm going to go talk to Corva. Okay. Right. Who's talking to uh, Gex about? Oh, you know, that's pretty short. I'll, I can go do that too. I can do two talkings. Okay. That's probably wise. Uh, Vaughn's may have the idea, but. I think we should do underground for the rebreathers before we do BRTLs for the cure. Yeah, it might be good. Have more stuff to work with. Okay. But if we There's have also... the cure, we don't need the rebreathers. Let me have our every 30 episodes combat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it would be good if we could. Well, the cure uh... also might take time. If BR- BRTLs isn't sitting on a complete cure. They're sitting on the research. Yeah. As yeah. Liquid Light can run on its own as a side thing. You have people that are working on it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So quick convos and then downstairs. That sounds good. And maybe we could uh, figure out a way to have going downstairs take slightly less time. Yeah. Like we run. Yes. Well. Yeah. Parkour. <laughs> Gotta can get, we get... sick-ass wheelchair. It's gonna be great. <laughs> can we get... Can we get like a wheel? Rails. Can we get like a wheel attachment for the um for Wealthy's leg? No, I I suggested the uh, the um uh resistance disc, the the magical resistance disc. That'd be the that'd be the best. That'd be the most uh, all terrain. Yeah, I was thinking a blade would work well. I mean, Wealthy's pretty short. What if we made her a sort of ATST that she could just like drive down there? Some sort of mysterious or, vehicle. Or, or we uh, we hire Photios and we do a master blaster situation. 
Ericene is like <laughs> horrified. <laughs> and then she looks at Wealthy and she's like, do you want to be strapped to Bodios's stomach? And then uh, you see both Grix and Vaughn standing there with giant bandages around their noses, just nodding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want to be strapped strapped to Fodios at all. Yeah, I kind of figured that. So, like, okay, um, someone else, Wolfman, somebody. I don't know, just throwing it out there. Okay, I'm gonna put uh, finding wealthy a way of moving around quickly in the dungeon on the list. Okay, good deal. Okay, cool. Well, I think that that's a very good list that we all have put together of things that we actually want to actually do instead of just researching for three episodes in a row. We have gotten a lot of useful information. This is the most exciting planning episode anybody's ever done. No, that's not true. (laughs) Don't tell them, Aaron. That we've ever done, maybe. What's up, what? No, what? I'm good. Oh, I thought you were saying something. I started to, but I don't remember what it was and it was not important. So next episode, dear listeners, the party dies terribly in a dungeon. But first, conversations with NPCs. And Gex shows up. Fan favorite. So it'll be great. We assume he's a fan favorite because nobody's told us any different. (laughs) And unless you leave a review telling us you don't like him, we'll never know. Or send us a note. So this is your chance before our 100th episode. What episode are we on now? Just fill it in with a a robot voice or maybe maybe the editor can throw in something right here. Right now. This one is episode 96. Oh, you guys get get to writing. Yeah, write fast. Yeah. And we will wrap the episode there. Woo! With love, the members of Primary Attribute. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. Follow us on social media. You can find us at facebook.com slash primary attribute pod on Twitter at prime attribute and at primary for all of our dankest blazest posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening. And we hope you tune in next time to primary attribute. Best kind of drugstore ever. Uh-huh. Selling both the problems and the solutions. <laughs> um. Stupid Advil always causing problems. <laughs> it does, though. <clears throat> Dear the Stranger or the Seattle Times, we are available to be columnists. Uh-huh. <laughs> you too can have opinions not backed up by a lot. Oh, shit. If we could be like the podcast that's uh, supported by the Stranger, done. <laughs> They have one of those. <laughs> Maybe we can get picked well, yeah, up by their network. But uh, doesn't doesn't uh, Dan Savage like 
work for them have in the first place. Other stuff too. He's actually more syndicated than just for the stranger now mm-hmm. because the oh, stranger sure. is so fragmented from what it used to be. Mm-hmm. This is really getting into the weeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been yeah, a while we'll since we that. made a bunch hyper, a bunch of hyper local bullshit on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's getting cut. <laughs> it, it, that's our flavor. It's, it's a delicious, delicious flavor. <laughs>